0: 1999. Lance continued to be a healthy child, and as his body continued to grow, so did the presence of his abilities. Pamela often relied on him to find missing items around the house, keys, purse, sunglasses, and while most folks would admit Lance seemed to be able to locate missing household items quickly, they would often not admit it was because he was using some sort of extra sense, a mind trick that guided him to the correct location. Not that Pamela was often inquiring for other people's opinions of her son. She had made a decision the night of the rocking chair incident, just before she'd fallen off to sleep, that whatever made Lance different, special, it was probably best to keep the information to herself. If people became scared or worried or maybe a bit too curious, it could mean bad things for Lance, for Pamela. Images from a number of science fiction movies had popped into her head, Sad and frightening pictures of children with wires and electrodes and sensors strapped all over their head, locked away in clean rooms with men in white coats all looking on stone-faced. Pens hovered over clipboards and waiting for results. Her son was a human being, not an experiment. Aside from being a mental bloodhound and helping Pamela locate lost items, Lance's telepathic line between him and his mother also seemed to be getting stronger. Pamela would occasionally test this by thinking of simple questions and concentrating on her son. "'Are you finished eating?' she would think, sitting across from Lance at the kitchen table, watching him fork the last bits of food into his mouth. "'Yes, ma'am,' he would say, and act as though nothing unusual at all had just taken place. Eventually, Pamela graduated the testing to things a little more strenuous. She would stand in the kitchen while Lance was in his bedroom reading and ask him, "'I'm about to make a pie. Do you want to help?' And sure enough, a few moments later, she'd hear the bedroom door open, followed by Lance's footsteps coming down the hall. It was exhilarating. It was terrifying, but in the best of ways. Pamela Brody was not one to fear the unknown. She embraced all walks of life and all things philosophical and all ideologies. She worshipped life and all its mysteries. How lucky was she that her son was perhaps one of the greatest mysteries of all and he only kept surprising her with more gifts. On one Saturday afternoon, three days before Thanksgiving, and roughly a month before Lance would turn five, the doorbell of their small home rang, a tired-sounding chime barely audible over the sound of a tea kettle that had just begun to scream. Pamela had moved the kettle to a different burner and headed toward the door, wondering who could be visiting. Lance had been in the living room, coloring on the floor, and when she entered the room he didn't look up to her but simply said, Bad man out there, Mama. Pamela Brody had frozen on the carpeted floor, watching Lance use a red crayon to color in Spider-Man's suit. Meticulous, well within the lines. The doorbell's chime gave it another go, and Pamela stayed put. Only when she heard a mumble from the other side of the door and heavy footsteps walking down the wooden porch steps did she venture toward the door and peek out from a window. A man in a sport coat and blue jeans was just past their mailbox and headed down the street. The next day, a Hilston sheriff's deputy had stopped by and asked Pamela if she'd seen a man walking around the neighborhood yesterday. Apparently, the man was going door-to-door, claiming to be accepting cash donations for the local soup kitchen to help provide for the needy on Thanksgiving. He did not, in fact, work for the soup kitchen or any other charitable organization, and had managed to disappear with roughly $500 in stolen cash. Bad man out there, Mama.